Hello and welcome back. I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Tara. And this is Pod Save My 20s. This week, we're going to jump right into our moment of truth. So, Gabrielle, what's your moment of truth? Uh, so, my moment of truth uh, was when I realized why adults put their beds in the center of the room rather than against the wall, like in a corner, you know, against both walls, I guess. Um, in all of my apartments and everything, I push my bed up against the wall because then there's so much more room for activities, like, especially when I live with other people and I'm mostly confined to my room, not confined, but I'm in my room most of the time. I just have so much more room for activities like yoga or doing my artwork and everything. So I see, like, all the master bedrooms, you know, they have, the beds are always in the middle of the wall, in the middle of the room. And I'm always like, why, why are they there? Why are they like that when you have so much more room if you put them against the wall? And then it uh, dawned on me when my friend was telling me a story about how their partner has to climb over them in the morning to get out of bed because her bed's pushed up against the wall because of the way her apartment is, it can't fit anywhere else. And her partner has, like, sleeps on the other side, has to climb over because he gets up earlier than she does. And I was like, oh, that's why beds are in the middle of the rooms because there are two people in the bed, adult couples, like, they need to access the bed on both sides. And anyway, needless to say, I've been single for a while. Uh, <laughs> what's your <laughs> moment of truth this week, Dara? My moment of truth is that... My seasonal depression is definitely starting to kick in. Yeah. Um, now that the sun is setting a lot earlier, I'm really, like, struggling to readjust. It's something that's still pretty new to me, having mm-hmm. grown up in Florida my whole life. Yeah. Um, and now, like, being in Michigan and having winter and, like, the sun getting... Like, it's still... It just gets dark so much earlier than I'm mm-hmm. used to. Um. And so, and I'm really not a morning person, so it, like, doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It makes it hard for me to, like, I don't know, navigate. But I'm trying to to get myself up a little bit earlier and take steps towards, like, alleviating that that oncoming (laughs) uh, seasonal depression that I I know that I'm going to, you know, have to to manage. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that <laughs> this is something a lot of us go through. So if it's something that you who are listening have some uh, advice on, please DM us on Instagram. I'd really love to hear any advice. I've, you know, I have a a lamp, like a happy light, mm, and that yeah. helps. And I, you know, try to do as many things as I can to, uh, to manage it. But um, I'm definitely feeling it especially because I'm just so bad at mornings. <laughs> and now that's like the main time that the sun is out. Yeah, it is indeed that time of year in Michigan. <laughs> the days are getting a lot shorter. Uh, that is a really real moment of truth this week. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. So we have a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a topic that is a little deeper, a little sensitive, um, but I think we're both excited to, to dive into it with you. Yeah. Um, so this week we're talking about body image, body positivity, and we'll touch a little bit on diet culture and some of the other things that relate to that whole, this whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, but to start off, we want to first and foremost remind you that we are sharing this from our own perspectives mm-hmm. um, and experience. And we definitely 
don't aim to speak for anyone else or like we're, we're talking for ourselves and we're sharing our experience and in hopes that it will like help others. But we are by no means experts on any of this. And in fact, we hope to bring experts into these conversations in the future. But for now, we want to dive in and give you our thoughts um, and experience on this and, and really share some, some more personal things. Hi, everyone. So we actually recorded this whole episode and ended up having a lot of issues with the audio. So we are now re-recording the rest of this episode. Thankfully, we had a pretty detailed script for ourselves. So we just really want this to like sound good um, and, you know, be like, like nice to listen to. So we're going to we're going to start again with our recording so if things sound different that's why we now have new mics and they should be hopefully a lot better and we'll avoid issues with sound going forward so with that yeah Andrea. Just want to say also that we wrote the script and recorded it in the same evening so we're definitely in different mindsets as well so I might even sound like a little bit more upbeat or something. I don't know. Anyway, but just going back to the idea of body image or the topic of body image, I feel like it's such a universal but really difficult thing to talk about at the same time. It's universal, but everyone's experience is unique. And while it's something that definitely affects me in my 20s, uh, being aware of my body is something that we learn at like a really early age and like moving into body positivity is something that I've been able to do more so in my 20s. I think I've been more aware of and more actively working on um, in my 20s. And to start, I can't really remember a time before my body became something that I was acutely aware of in the sense of how it looked, what fit it and what didn't, like clothing wise and how it compared to other bodies as well. I don't really remember exactly when the comments about my body started, but I remember a lot of them very well. And I do kind of remember them starting around middle school, I would say, in a general sense. Um, The dress code at school was that your shorts had to be to your knees. And it was really hard for me to find ones that were long enough without being too large around my waist or like too tight around the knees or something. I was just, I was an early bloomer. I hit puberty early and I grew really tall really quickly and also like, you know, had things happening that was different. And I remember crying on the stairs one day specifically because of it, because of my shorts weren't fitting correctly. And my mom was, you know, asking me what was wrong. And I just was like, nothing fits me. I feel so uncomfortable in everything. And like none of my school appropriate clothes fit right. And it was just such an isolating kind of thing to go through and not wanting to go to school because of my clothes sometimes was like a very distinct thing that happened. And I also remember around the same time, uh, a family member telling me that I looked better since I had lost weight. Uh, And that also made me upset because I didn't really realize that I had needed to lose that weight or that I really had lost any, like I didn't feel any different or really notice that at all. Um, And that was when I was 12 and having had a fluctuating body ever since, like at the age of 23, I had multiple adults comment on my weight loss one year as well. Um, And like 11 years later from 12 to 23, the comments didn't hurt any less. It just was something that I just I don't see the need to like comment on somebody's body, especially like to their face about it. And even if you think you're saying something nice about like people losing weight, it's not really a kind thing to say. Like you, like we shouldn't be talking about people's bodies in that sense, like making it sound good because all bodies 
like our bodies and you know they have their own like look and feel and everything and there's nothing wrong with that and so in high school also I remember um, someone telling me like I was cute if you're not into boobs and that was so damaging to me at the time because you know everyone's talking about like wanting that perfect body shape and everything and friends and I would read magazines talking about the ideal weight and shape um, and labeling my body a pear like a friend's body an apple and another a celery like we'd look through magazines and like desperately read how to dress ourselves appropriately to get that like really coveted hourglass shape um, and no longer have our bodies compared to fruit which also like who decided <laughs> that we'd compare our bodies to fruit it's all just such a funny kind of I, I know there's definitely like probably a history there um, and I think I've actually watched some YouTube videos about it maybe we'll we can talk about the history of that at some point um, but uh, within all of this, like this conversation and these comments happening and this development stage, I really found that my body didn't feel like mine. It always felt like it was meant for someone else. And that I think was a really damaging thought that I kind of had to unlearn and relearn about my body, like growing up. And then like, and even like in high school, such middle school, and high school are such awkward times, I think, <laughs> but going to college even, um, I still like struggled a bit. Like throughout college, my body changed shape a lot. I was dealing with a lot of um, mental health stuff. I had a lot of new depression and anxiety that I was working through this new time of transition. And my body often reflected how I mentally was feeling and what I was going through. Um, like sometimes I couldn't eat. Sometimes I was running on the treadmill incessantly. And other times I was eating anything and everything for comfort because I finally like had an appetite and I could eat. I felt felt physically ill a lot of the time. And that would also contribute to how and what I ate. And I ended up, I just had no sense of fashion. I wore yoga pants and loose shirts most of the time. Um, not only because they were comfort and like I was kind of lazy, you know, I'm really busy in college, but also because they conformed to my body, no matter like the shape and size at that time. So since it was fluctuating so, so much, it like would fit it so much better and also hid my body at the same time. So it kind of had a lot of different purposes. And um, at one point in college, I had a boyfriend that would tell me the things about my body that can be improved. Like for instance, that I could tighten up my stomach more or like how the cellulite on my hips and thighs wasn't nice. And like my hips to thighs like weren't smooth enough it was just all these things that like you know you just can't un unhear and everything they just kind of hit you hard um and I didn't have the self-confidence at that time or like confidence in my body to say that it wasn't okay like those comments aren't appropriate um and I shouldn't have taken that from somebody I that should respect me and like my body and everything and that those aspects of my body are also like super normal and even like they're beautiful aspects of life and everything. Um, and so I tried counting calories a lot. And when I did that, I found that I'd actually eat significantly less than the required calories for my height and age and weight and everything. It, it was just not healthy at all the way I was doing it. Um, and I find people I've talked to have had kind of similar experiences with that at least. Um, and I, even then try getting into an intense exercise routine and like beat myself up when I didn't live up to my goals one day. And, but I'd be pushing myself like way too far on too little fuel. Your body needs those calories to function and then needs more calories to exercise. Um, and I just wasn't feeding it enough. And then 
leaving college and leaving that relationship, I began to think more in terms of like what my body can do rather than how it looks. Um, I began rock climbing in 2018. It was something that I thought I couldn't do before, but I had wanted to do for a really long time, but I, I thought I couldn't because the bodies that I saw doing it didn't look like mine. I thought I didn't have the right body shape or like I didn't, I couldn't see myself doing it. Um, and I was kind of embarrassed, but I finally was able to do it. And I continued to do so and like push myself and learn. And it just became this fun challenge and social activity and everything that I do. And I began to feel like really strong and able. And it just, I could, I recognized how much my body could do for me and like what I could do with it and how empowering that felt was just amazing. And I really worked on in my twenties. I've also worked on like not weighing myself. I don't own a scale. Um, and I really, even when I go to the doctor and they're like, or not the doctor, I don't even, where did they, I don't know. I think where do you go that they ask you how much you weigh? Cause I, I just had to give somebody my weight, like not a super long time ago. And I was like, I have no idea. I don't even know. It was an appointment of some kind, <laughs> um, brain fart. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, like they'll ask you what you weigh. And I, I really have no idea. I just kind of make a number up sometimes, to be honest. I stopped trying to fit myself into clothing that wasn't my size. Like I stopped trying to fit myself into really old jeans and stuff or like shopping based on what I thought I should be. Like, I was just like, I'm getting these pants because they fit and I'm not paying attention to the number on it because it, the number doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It's just letting them know like the manufacturing, how big they made them or what measurements they use but it doesn't matter um and there's no real like sample size or whatever that's supposed to be sought after and I also have really tried to stop comparing my body to others I think that's something that I've really struggled with and still struggle with at times but um, coming to recognize the beauty that comes in my own insecurities especially like when I wouldn't find anything wrong with somebody else's body and I would never say that to somebody else so why would I say it to myself and I think that's something that we all work on and not just body image aspects, but kind of all aspects of our self-talk, like talk to yourself, how you talk to your best friend or how you, you'd want somebody to talk to you, you know? And in this time in my life, especially like during quarantine and everything, like my body still fluctuates a lot. Like I gain weight. Sometimes I lose it the other times. Um, but I've really grown to love it or as close to love as I can get at each stage. Like actively reminding myself that it's my body and I remind myself what it's capable of regardless of how I'm feeling that day and everything um, and it definitely hasn't been an easy process I find myself slipping at times like I also have um, IBS which is like a digestive disorder of sorts um, which leaves me like bloated and pain like more often than not and on the days when it's really bad I just become very infuriated with my body when I can't eat and when it reacts away, I don't want it to when I finally do eat. Um, but part of like relearning body image and cultivating that positivity for myself has been working on finding the right food to fuel my body with and to help it feel the best that it can feel. And like, um, so I've really learned to listen to it more, like listen to my body more and like what it needs and what doesn't make it feel good so much in the literal sense of food, as well as it's a way of like grounding myself and reminding me that this body is mine. Like running is a way also that I just, any kind of activity that brings me into it is something that I use to like ground myself and bring me back into my body and feel physically present. And I just need to remember to care for it and love it the way that I would want 
anyone else to do for theirs as well. It's pretty much my body image story, I think. <laughs> so yeah, Tara, if you want to jump yeah. in. <laughs> Thanks for sharing all of that. I find a lot of your story really relatable and I think a lot of people will too. Um, so for me, weight was always a topic of conversation in my household growing up. Since I was in elementary school, I was pretty acutely aware of weight. And when I was in second or third grade, my dad actually had gastric bypass surgery in order to to lose weight and to be able to live a healthier life. And it was a life-changing procedure for him, but also for our entire family. I watched my dad lose weight really rapidly when I was really young. And I watched him become sick many nights from eating like a single bite um, more than what his stomach could handle. And that definitely had an effect on me as a small child, right? Like it it was hard to watch. And um, I'm so thankful that, you know, my dad was able to have that procedure because it certainly like improved his quality of life and our overall quality of life as a family. Um, But it still was, it still was really hard. And I grew up a little bit heavier than my peers and my parents tried really hard to help my sister and I manage our weight since we were young. I think the issue and the reason that where things went wrong and and to no fault of my parents was just the diet culture of our society at the time, you know, I remember doing Weight Watchers with my mom when I was a kid. I remember 100 calorie calorie packs at the store just being like all the rage that, you know, if you wanted to like lose weight, that's what you needed to buy. And those are so unhealthy, like not it's it's just like a marketing scheme. Right. But at the time, we just like weren't really aware of that. Um, I remember going to a kid's gym with my sister when we were pretty young. Um, so that was like an after-school activity for us a few days a week. So for, for a little while. So instead of like doing a sport or something, you know, that we like enjoyed, we were signed up for this like fitness kids gym because we were both trying to, to normalize our weight at a really young age. Um, And I remember weighing myself every day from middle school through high school and being so self-conscious about my weight that I would just like hide under clothes that I didn't like um, and really like avoid people seeing my body. And, you know, I never really learned how to eat healthy. I learned how to count calories, but that doesn't equal nutrition, And I definitely didn't learn how to cook healthy and nutritious foods. And it's something that I'm still learning to this day. I'm still, you know, working on learning how to, how to cook for myself. But um, in college, I continued to count calories and weigh myself constantly. Obviously, none of this made me feel any healthier or thinner or fitter, um, What did happen in college for me was, though, was during my senior year, I joined a cross-training gym. 
um, that was really intense and maybe like a little too intense. Um, I would go to the gym like three to five days a week, but I was going because I enjoyed it. I was going because I enjoyed the community there and I was going because I felt good. Like it felt good to be able to start to like see how my body operated, understand how it worked, um, see my like strength grow over time. Right. And the only person I was like competing against in that setting was myself, you know, the, every time I was lifting weights, it was like, okay, like how, you know, can I lift more than I did last time? And that was always really exciting. And, um, during that time, I think I really learned how to appreciate like my physical, body more and recognizing how lucky I am to be able-bodied um, and to be able to do all of these like amazing things that I could do. And I also like learned how important nutrition was as a part of that, right? Like I couldn't function as well as I wanted to if I wasn't eating properly. Um, and so that was sort of the beginning of my like of my personal body positive journey. Um, which was a really important shift for me in perspective um, to, to where I am now. And so currently I no longer own a scale and I don't count calories. I really, I find, I think there's, there's a, one thing to like track the food you're eating and to understand how it nourishes you and to understand how it makes you feel, but calories don't equal, equal nutrition. So I really try not to look at like calories for calories sake. I don't punish myself for eating something bad in quotes because I don't think that any food is bad. And in general, I'm working towards seeing food as something to be enjoyed and shared as well as something to nourish and fuel my body that I'm like so lucky that I get to live in this body every day. And so I want to like give it the nutrition that it needs to thrive. Um, look, I haven't been the best at that in quarantine. I think that's been really hard for some people, but it's something that I, you know, like that's okay too. You know, like I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to like figure out how to listen to my body right now when things are a lot more stagnant. And over the past few years, really over the past like year or so, I've made it a point to flood my social media with body positive content. So I follow and support creators that I can relate to. And it's it it fits right in with the body positive um, world. And I think it's so important to like you you have the opportunity to control the content that you consume. And so that is something that I like take really seriously and um, try to make sure that when I'm, you know, scrolling on Instagram, that I'm seeing body positive content, that I'm seeing creators who look like me um, and who, you know, or, and have, you know, various like bodies because we're all we all have different like forms and it's all beautiful and so I think that's something that's really helped me as well what I'll say on all this is that my relationship with my body and food didn't change overnight and it's still evolving right it's and it's going to continue to evolve for the rest of my life and same for all of you because 
where the one thing we're in constant relationship with is ourselves. Um, and our body is part of that. So lately I've been really interested in the world of fashion and that has been an interesting take on body positivity for me. I think that growing up, I didn't get to see like fashion in really ex in extended sizes and in bodies like mine. And it's something that I'm getting to see more and more. And it's so exciting. And I get like really excited now to play around with fashion and try different things. Um, you know, maybe one day become a, an influencer <laughs> um, fashion wise. Right. But um, that's just like another another way that I'm like, you know, working on body positivity is through fashion. I think that there's all different outlets of ways that you can explore that for yourself. What I'll say is important in this conversation is that there's no one way to be healthy mm -hmm. and there's no one way to love your body and take care of your body. You get to choose what that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. And this is the time in our lives that we get to do that. I know that our bodies are ever-changing and growing, and so are the influence of the world around us. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would be lying to say that I don't still have bad days, that I wake up and just don't love the skin I'm in and the body that I'm in, mm -hmm. but I do have now, what I have is an arsenal of resources to help me navigate those days when I'm not feeling as good about the things you know, I would like to. And, and I think that really is a form of self-care, right? Mm -hmm. Is on a day that I'm having a bad body image day that I can scroll on Instagram and see like body positive content and like feel a little bit better. So yeah. that's, um, that's something for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, Tara. That was great. I think there were a lot of parallels and a lot of good things in there that in your story that I'm sure people will relate with as well. I think the tip about um, like really kind of curating your Instagram feed to be more like body positive is a good tip because I know that that is a place where a lot of people struggle, at least I, that I've talked to a lot of my friends. Like you see, you scroll through and you see all these like bodies that just don't look like yours and feel very unattainable. And it kind of makes you feel like, you know, that pit in your gut a little bit or that rock mm -hmm. in your gut a little bit. Um, so I think that's yeah. a great resource. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll say also like, I, I'll, I, I celebrate those bodies too that are, yeah. you know, that don't look like mine. Mm -hmm. I, it's just really important for me to also have like the influences of, of bodies that do look like mine and mm -hmm. that I can relate to. Yeah, no, I think that that is definitely a good point. Like celebrate all bodies here and everything. I think it's just, mm -hmm. Yeah, to make sure you're taking in things that are going to be helpful for you. Um, and, and if you notice something is hurtful, like to try and change that maybe. Um, and mm -hmm. also I think something you brought up too um, is really meeting yourself where you're at on any times. But when you're having those bad days or having those bad days centered around feeling bad in your body, like just again, meeting yourself where you're at and saying it's okay to have these days, you know, and just moving yeah. with that and not trying to like fight it or anything. And because I think that's also kind of roots into our toxic thoughts at times is like when we're down on ourselves, when we feel down and then we get down on ourselves about feeling down and just, it's a continuous cycle about it, even, and especially when it comes to like feeling of our body, <laughs> not feeling great that day. But yeah, I think that was, those were really great 
points and tips and everything. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. And another thing that I want to just reiterate here is that we're talking from our own personal experience as with everything in this podcast, right? And we have white female identifying bodies, but all bodies, male bodies, non-binary bodies, like black bodies, every, you know, everybody's body Mm -hmm. is important and, you know, body image like is important for everyone. Yeah. So with that, we'd really love to hear more about your personal perspective and experience on body image and positivity or what you've struggled with and what you found is a good resource for you and what you found helpful for your own sake. And especially if you come from an experience different than ours, we definitely want to hear it. So please feel free to DM us on Instagram or shoot us an email. Again, our email is podsavemy20s. It's 20s at the end at gmail.com and podsavemy20s on Instagram too. We'd really love to hear from you all. And thank you for listening for sure. Yeah. And with that, I think it's time to sign off. Thanks for tuning in this week and stay hydrated. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs)